Hi, hello and welcome. This is the Zonecast where we interview emerging Canadian professionals, entrepreneurs and academics. And today we have with us on the show Trina Booz, uh, president of Boost Agents and Ad Lounge. Hi Trina, how are you? Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm definitely excited to be speaking with you. So why don't we start by talking about your uh, background? Can you tell us about your professional and personal background? Sure. Um, so I uh, have a marketing and advertising background, and I started in the industry working in more the, I guess, film entertainment distribution uh, space in marketing, and uh, very soon after discovered a love for recruiting. I started at a recruitment agency that uh, was fairly new here in Canada, and I, being the young recruiter early days, was uh, kind of uh, taken by everything digital and became known in Toronto as, uh, as a digital recruiter. And um, I guess the thing with recruiting when you're working in digital is um, it's also when you're working in a recruitment agency, it's, it's quite a, a business development function as well as recruiting and sourcing talent. So within a few years, I actually got headhunted to work at a digital company in their business development um, team and that company ended up actually getting acquired by Arlene Dickinson's uh, Venture Communications and I moved on I worked in advertising and very more like client servicing digital strategy roles worked in marketing consulting in sort of a customer experience strategy consultancy and uh, and then made that decision to launch my own company um, focusing on marketing, digital, advertising, and creatives um, in sort of the uh, more, more mid-to-executive level um, roles in recruiting. So that's what we do. So you mentioned that your company got acquired by Ar- Arlene Dickinson? Yeah, it was a company that I worked at. And oh, okay. uh, yeah, they were called Life Capture Interactive. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And um, can you tell us about Boost Agents and how the idea came about? Yeah, so I guess one thing I didn't mention is when I was in college studying advertising, I started uh, an online community called Ad Lounge, the Ad Lounge. And, uh, and that was something that was designed essentially just to help young people that were in that program to connect with each other and uh, get advice from each other get homework help, um, plan social events that were for the advertising students. And upon graduation, we started to, um, I guess, word spread across all the universities and colleges across Ontario that were focused around uh, marketing and creative. So we'd get a lot of uh, grads from Fanshawe, U of T, George Brown, Seneca, um, Centennial, Ryerson, you name it. And so this community grew and grew and grew to the point where it was always grads looking for advice and looking for for jobs. And so me being the young grad trying to figure out what I wanted to do for my career, I started to go to different companies um, of all different sizes and, and start to, I started to invite them into this community and invite them in to have these conversations with some of these young graduating students who were looking for um, for just some advice. And so the community started to grow and grow to the point where we started to plan a lot of different networking events 
And uh, that was early days, probably early 2000s. Um, and then, you know, it's been years since the creation of Ad Lounge, which has grown and grown. And it's evolved from a student-based sort of event-based organization to now we attract a lot of mid to executive level professionals that come in. We talk about what's going on in the industry, what what uh, marketers need to know about just from, you know, uh, people give sort of real world stories on challenges that they have in their day to day, trends that we might want to see and be aware of as marketers today. Um, we attract quite a mixture of sort of creative and marketing professionals. And so that's Ad Lounge. And so Booth started sort of because of a passion that I, I think I discovered for myself, which was connecting people and connecting people um, through just really creative means. And um, and I, I knew early on as a recruiter, I knew I loved the business, but I just sort of always had this unique spin on it, which was um, engage the community to do, to sort of connect in creative ways, which then as recruiters allows me and my team to to be a little more, um, I think, informed and involved in the community that we play in. Wow. So, so I guess you started with Art Lounge, and then you created a community, and then you created Boost Agents to help people in those communities yeah. uh, find employment in, in the marketing and creative industries. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So recruitment is such a competitive business. Uh, how do you compete and survive in the marketplace? Yeah, it's incredibly competitive. And I think even more so now because you get a lot of um, individuals that have worked at some of the larger firms and they're going off and starting their own offshoots. Uh, we get a lot of people that are even, you know, starting their own recruitment agencies out of their, their homes. And, and it becomes sort of like, it's just, it's this ever-growing, ever-popular, ever-competitive space that we play in. So it's always really hard to try, try to determine how can, we, how can we remain competitive, attractive, and, and what is sort of our unique value prop as a company. And, and I think it sort of goes back to our roots, which is it's all about community. And for us, it is literally we as recruiters in a space where everything is changing you have new job functions new job titles just appearing all the time given a lot of the changes in in our space and and so it requires us as recruiters to keep current constantly and so a lot of the things that we do through these events and all these thought leadership things that we do really help us so we've actually developed a program it's called the booster program and that is sort of our, our um, it, it sort of encaps, encapsulates all of the community things that we do. We do a lot of thought leadership initiatives where we invite clients in and we talk about issues. Sometimes these events are hosted in their home and we invite major players in the industry to talk about uh, issues or trends. We have a, 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 like an, a, a mentorship program for young people that are coming into the industry. And we have a lot of very interesting companies that have participated. We've had Google and Amazon previously um, join us. And, you know, we've had like FreshBooks and companies like that so that they can recruit talent that are 
you know, coming into the, the industry. We even encourage a lot of learning internally where we have industry people coming in every month to teach our team, hey, here are the things that, that I see as a, you know, head of demand gen at XYZ tech company or, you know, what's the difference between SEM and SEO or, you know, what are some of the ways we need to start looking at portfolios today because, you know, creative is is ever-changing with um, with different companies. Each company has a different sort of need. So it's always sort of looking at, looking at things with a different lens. And I think that's how we try to remain competitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess you're right. Building that community that you began building during your college days um i guess i guess that is now your advantage because now you have this community that has been there for such a long time and you know these candidates you know these people you have a relationship with them so i guess that that is that is that is your talent pool and that is your advantage yeah and it's also i mean it it's important you have to think about the talent and they're getting headhunted from every agency in town i mean this is this is such a crazy market right now. And um, so you're getting candidates with numerous offers. You're getting people that they're not even looking for jobs and they're getting sent job offers and invited for interviews. So as a recruitment agency, you want to sort of have some clout. I think you want to have a brand that is recognizable, that people respect, that they know you're doing interesting things where, you know, so that it's not just the companies that want to work with you, but it's actually the talents as well. And so we really try to sort of keep that uh, that sort of a, a major component of, of of boost. It's attractive to both the client and and the candidate. Mm-hmm. And how do you attract new clients? Um, I think again through the booster program is one big part of it. There's many things that we do. I mean. Um, content creation we have uh, a lot of sort of lead gen activity that we do on the marketing front tons of events Um, we have a robust team that are also constantly in the market in the field sort of like generating opportunities for us as new clients and just keeping current on what's going on and what company has just acquired another company and who's moves and uh you know just news monitoring the news and you know for us it's it's all about sort of like companies hire when they have to change so we monitor those things you know they're growing there's they're changing up a department and so it's really important for us to keep in the know i think mm-hmm. um when you try to find the ideal candidate what are the key things that you look for that's a hard one to answer because, I mean, we're not just looking for one type of role. Every client, big, small, startup, they all have different needs. And every role, every every job function is so unique. So it's, I guess I'll just say, um, what are consistent qualities that a candidate at least may have? Um, I think they're sort of typically because we work with companies that are more 
focused on innovation, whether it's their business model or the type of product that they create or the type of, I guess, work that they do, we tend to be, we, we tend to attract people that are interested in, in innovation, in the concept of sort of like um, just change, um, whether it's technology, whether it's digital, people that are passionate, those things really are important. People that, you know, they show a genuine interest that we, we never want to be put in a situation where we're sort of like maybe forcing a position down someone's throat if they're not interested. You know, it's about really making sure that there's, um, there's interest uh, that they're pursuing the opportunity as much as we're pursuing them, but you know, that they're very interested. Um, it never makes sense to, to force anybody into anything. Um, but yeah, I think it's just passion and just genuine interest in the work that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell us about some of the interesting clients you have worked with? Um, we can't speak specifically to clients. Um, we don't really publish who we work with, um, but we we work with companies in the fintech space. Um, we work with like staff educational tech companies. We work with um, a lot of advertising agencies, design studios, marketing companies, um, media companies. We work with a lot of, whether it's like retailers, um, brands that uh, that may be um, selling, yeah, I'd say e-com, I'd say selling products online, um, all types. As long as they really, as long as they have a marketing department or hire marketing or creative professionals, that t- tends to be our key requirement, really. Mm-hmm. So... How many positions would you have filled so far? Oh goodness. I think we're now at I think we're now I mean we're an eight seven year old company and we're about six hundred almost six hundred positions now. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot of positions. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's quite interesting. And um um how do you think technology has changed the recruitment landscape? I'm going to get that exact number. I think it's actually yeah, about almost 600 at about 150 or 160 companies. So it's a lot of sort of repeat business, which is great. Uh-huh. But uh, anyway, sorry, what, what was your question? How do you think technology has uh, changed the recruitment landscape? Oh, <laughs> um I mean, you're getting into artificial intelligence. You're getting into, um, <laughs> which is really interesting. You know, like I just went to a conference uh, a couple of weeks ago, and um, they they were talking about, uh, you know, instead of having the um, uh, maybe a junior recruiter or a recruiter qualifying the talent, they would have a, a chat bot that would appear, and it would have those like three to five key qualifying questions that would be answered. And uh, and upon sort of passing those, they would then be passed on to a person to book the interview, or or the interview would be booked, and and then it would sort of take over. Um, helps to sort of streamline things, especially if you know some roles are quite 
black and white where they require certification and, and particular things like that, where it's a yes or no sort of answer. For us, it's a little bit different because um, it, like each each role, we, we go pretty in depth when we're screening people. So it's harder to uh, to do to do that, I think, at this stage. And we also, I mean, we we as a boutique recruitment agency, we very much value that human touch at this stage. You know, it's it's it, it's what makes us a bit different. So yeah, no, that it, it is absolutely true. Like every, I guess every industry has been influenced or impacted by the advances in technology. And yeah, we were with, looking. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, and, and and recruitment and staffing is is not immune to that either. So I guess this is something that recruiters and candidates have to adopt if they wanna succeed. Yeah, we uh, we had seen um, a demo of a product that's being um, created right now within our software that we use as recruiters. And for example, a lot of a lot of staffing agencies that do a lot of more temp placement they require timesheets to be submitted and timesheets to be approved by clients. And that can sometimes be a manual process depending on the agency, or it, it can require the candidate to go in and log in, add their time, et cetera. But, uh, but now as soon as candidate enters the workplace, it logs them in. And as soon as they leave, it checks them out. So it just sort of like little things like that that are helping to really streamline things so that, uh, you know, there isn't that requirement to, to go in and manually, you know, enter all your hours every day and things like that. So it's interesting. And what tips would you, would you give to someone who's trying to find employment in the marketing and creative services industry? Um, as a junior person? Um junior senior intermediate all kinds well i think i think if if someone's trying to get into the industry um it is it is an industry where it is all about how much are you willing to learn and how much are you demonstrating that you are already going down that path to continually learn about the industry you want to be in and how and who do you know? What are you doing to get out and meet people and connect and, and learn? It's all about this sort of having this appetite for learning. Um, I think that's really key for someone that's coming into the industry and uh, being involved in in as many things as possible. You know, I see a lot of recent grads who are um, volunteering for different conferences or they're competing within their their school you know the marketing association they're they're um, they're doing like marketing competitions for example um or you know if it's someone that's senior that's looking to uh to maybe switch to a different company and they might have been at the same company for a long time one thing that i really really encourage especially that digital is so key right now for mostly everything that we touch with our clients you know some knowledge understanding of, of something to do with 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 digital is key so i encourage everybody to have a, a portfolio whether it's a like a vp of marketing through to a, like a copywriter or an art director or an account manager 
everybody is going to have some case studies that they could um, refine and show whether it's, you know, password protected and they show only in the interview. Um, but it's, it's just a way to have sort of a presentation ready to go. I think um, demonstrating some um, interest in social media and showing that you are using some of the tools. It is key in our industry. Um, and, and again, this appetite for, for learning is key. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are some uh, some great insights. Mm -hmm. uh, well, Trina, it has been very nice uh, speaking with you and learning about your ventures, uh, Ad Lounge and uh, Boost Agents. So thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show and sharing your journey with us. Thank you so much. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, your website, is it boostagents.com? That's right. Okay, perfect. So listeners, um, if you would like to learn more about Boost Agents, you can visit their website, boostagents.com. And thank you so much for listening to Zonecast and stay tuned for more episodes.